Can the surge in coronavirus cases across the country and the numbers associated with that actually be trusted? Hear me out, because across the internet, there have been rumors about people saying they have gone to a testing site in order to get tested for COVID, have left because the lines were too long, and then days later got a call letting them know that they in fact tested positive. The problem was these people say they never got tested in the first place. Now, is this just an internet myth or is it actually happening? I simply said, I'm looking at it right here. It says that you tested positive. We're just follow up phone call to see how your symptoms are. They're asking me on the telephone to lie. They just asked me to lie. How f***ed up is that? We've been conducting an investigation into this. Every single person they tested was positive. And what we found not only gives us pause, but it also indicates that the entire precept of why a second wave of lockdowns is coming may not be based in fact. I'm Ben Swan, and this is Truth in Media. Well, welcome to the show. You know, you've probably seen online people saying, I heard from a friend, I've heard from a coworker that they've gone to a COVID testing site. And then after leaving without taking a test, they wound up getting a phone call telling them that they in fact had tested positive for coronavirus. Now I've heard about this as again, so many of you probably have too. The question is, are these claims true? Or is this just one of those internet myths that everyone begins to hear and then they say, well, I knew someone, but in fact, they didn't actually know someone. We decided to take a look into it and put out a call to action asking our viewers only if they had first-hand knowledge of this happening, either with a family member or if it happened to them personally to let us know so that we could verify whether or not these kinds of things are actually taking place. Now, before we get into what people have told us, a quick shout out to our sponsor for this episode, ISE.media. It is our new platform to help fight for free speech on the internet. So many content creators are being purged right now across big tech companies, including by Facebook fact checkers who keep looking at real stories that challenge the narrative right now in America and are declaring that those stories are untrue or false, even though they're not. ISC.media is the answer to that. And by the way, we're right now running an equity crowdfunding campaign. You can become an investor in the company, own a piece of a free speech network, the one that is not just for the people, but is by the people. All right, back to the story. So as I mentioned, we put out a call to action to our viewers asking for firsthand accounts from people who have had this experience. I can tell you that I live in the state of Delaware and I had an antibody test done that came back negative. A few days later, I got a letter from the Department of Health saying I was positive for COVID, but I did not have a diagnostic test for COVID. In my case, I received a voicemail of a doctor stating that he had my COVID test results. I'd never been tested. The only reason I called him back was because he addressed me directly on the voicemail. When I called him, he insisted I had gone in to test, which was false. I can confirm this has happened. I am a registered nurse in Washington State. Yesterday at work, my patient and her doctor received an email from Quest Diagnostic Laboratories that said she tested positive for COVID. However, we tested her on admit to the hospital and she was negative. After some research, we found that her doctor had canceled the lab order at Quest because she was admitted and they never even ran the test, but reported her as positive. My sister went into a COVID testing center in Michigan. They asked her for insurance, which she doesn't have, and told her it cost $100 to get the testing done. This was after she had already filled the papers out. So turned it down and left the site without getting anything done. 
A few days later, they called her about her results. I also have a family friend who this has happened to in San Diego. Never took the test, but called him a few days later saying he was positive. And those are just a few of the hundreds of responses that we got when we put out this call to action. But we're not the only ones reporting on this. In fact, a Nashville, Tennessee man made the local news there in Nashville when he says the very same thing happened to him. He got a call from a clinic telling him that he had tested positive for coronavirus when he'd never taken a test at all. Watch. He wasn't expecting what that trade would say. Yes, she specifically said, I'm looking at it right here, it says that you tested positive. We're just follow up phone call to see how your symptoms are. But Balu was confused because he hasn't even been tested yet. Is it possible that you just misheard her? You misunderstood what she said? I'm 100% sure that's what she said because she's looking right at it and she specifically told me, I'm right here in the system, that you're showing positive. Then two more days of calls with tracers saying the same thing. She says, well, I'm still seeing that you're positive. Courtesy call to check your symptoms. And aside from that station in Nashville, a local news station in Sarasota, Florida is reporting the same thing. Take a look at this. A woman by the name of Mindy Clark told the station WWSB that she received a call telling her that she had tested positive for COVID. The only problem was that Clark never took a test. Quote, I got a call asking for me. They told me that I had tested positive. I was like, positive for what? Then the lady said, for COVID, and I said, that's impossible. I never got tested, ma'am, Mindy Clark said. Clark had gone to the drive through testing site at Manatee Rural Health, but before she was able to get swabbed, she left the line because she realized it was only for people with symptoms. I told them that they needed to take this off my record, and they said I had to prove it to them that I wasn't positive. Clark continued, she tested negative just two days later and also tested negative for the antibodies. And that alone is very strange. Not only did this woman, Mindy Clark, say she was never tested in the first place, but now the clinic is telling her she has to prove to them that she does not have COVID-19 or coronavirus? How sloppy is the process that they're going through? And by the way, this is not just happening in Tennessee and Florida. We have heard from people in Idaho, in Delaware, in Connecticut. We've heard from people in Georgia. We've heard from people in California. We've heard from people outside of the country, as far away as Australia, who say they have had this same experience. Now, as a journalist, I must say this, that the anecdotal evidence that some people are providing is not proof that there is something running afoul here. But as a journalist, here's what you do. If a group of people are standing in one spot and pointing and saying something is happening over there, as a journalist, you should go and find out what that thing is, not declare to them that you don't know what you're talking about until an official comes out and tells us that something is wrong. Something is clearly wrong when you have hundreds, if not thousands of people telling the same story, that this is happening to them, firsthand accounts that this is happening to them. But there is something else that's happening here as well. You know, Florida seems to be the hotspot for a lot of the surge of coronavirus cases around the country, the, the greatest number of increase in coronavirus cases. And we do know that there is something very wrong with the numbers being reported specifically in the state of Florida. In fact, local TV stations there have reported numerous times now on 100% positivity ratings being given when people come in to get tested at certain clinics. We looked over the state's daily report and found some labs listed their percent positive as 100%, meaning every single person they tested had coronavirus. It sounds suspicious, so we started asking questions. And a statement DOH says in recent days they noticed, quote, 
Some smaller private labs weren't reporting negative test result data to the state. The department immediately began working with those labs to ensure that all results were being reported. Yeah, but it turns out it wasn't just smaller labs that are pulling those numbers. In fact, Orlando Regional Health Center corrected the Florida Health Department, which had been claiming that tests from their center were coming back 98% positive. However, Orlando Health officials say that is incorrect. The 98% positivity rate for Orlando Health is not correct, officials said in a prepared statement. Our positivity rate is 9.4% as of July 12th. The report also showed that the Orlando Veteran Medical Center had a 76% positivity rate. A VA spokesman told Fox 35 News on Tuesday that did not reflect their numbers and that the center's positivity rate was actually 6%. And then there are these reports of virtually every death now being connected to coronavirus in some way. Everything from suicides, where a suicide note is left behind, and yet that death is being listed as coronavirus, to a case that's made a lot of headlines around the country of a man who died in a motorcycle crash, again in Florida, who was initially listed as a COVID death. And it wasn't until the governor talked about this case in particular, and local stations began reporting on it, that all of a sudden, the Florida Department of Health went ahead and removed that man from their COVID listing, but he had been put on that list in the first place. All of this raises a series of very serious questions. What is happening right now with these COVID numbers? Why are they being reported the way that they are? In addition to all of this, there's a, another video that's been making the rounds on social media of a man who says he did contract coronavirus and so did his wife. And what he says is not only did he contract it and so did his wife, but he got a call from a clinic asking him to rate on a scale of one to five the seriousness of his virus. He says he would rate it a zero because it wasn't serious at all. And then he says the person on the line asked him to lie about the severity. Watch this. I just get a phone number. I got it four times a day. I finally answered my phone number. It's somebody from Cook County. They are calling to check up on me to see how my COVID was doing, which we had, what, a month ago? When was it? Three month or four ago? weeks. Three or four weeks ago, whatever it was. So I tell them I'm fine. They then ask me if I'd be willing to take a quick survey and jump on a website and film a quick video explaining to people the dangers of this illness. And she asked me from a 1 to a 10 how bad my illness was. And I said zero because we didn't have anything. I had like a 99 fever. Christy had nothing. So she says on the phone, we can't do zero. I'm like, I didn't have anything wrong with me. And she's like, well, would you be willing to jump online and fill out a short form explaining that it was dangerous and that you did have a severe illness so that other people that have it will be more informed? How fucked up is that? So what does all of this mean? Well, it could mean a lot of things. One thing that it means is that as we've watched this surge of new cases across the country, specifically in the states of Texas, in Florida, and in California, as we've watched that surge, there has been a new surge of lockdowns in place and governors reinstating orders to control people's behavior, telling businesses they cannot open again, telling schools they cannot open in the fall, which affects parents who have to work, affecting the lives and the economy of the entire nation. And it's based upon a surge in numbers related to coronavirus illness. The bottom line is that a true pandemic does not need any help from government officials or from clinics recording numbers improperly 
or from doctors writing the wrong cause of death on a death certificate. It doesn't need any help. A true pandemic is truly deadly on its own in and of itself. And yet what we're seeing day after day after day with the COVID-19 pandemic is that along the way, the numbers continue to seem to be inflated. They continue to be wrong. There continue to be lots of, of problems uh, in these systems and problems that are unnecessarily there. All across the nation, we are seeing people with these same stories, and it should be journalists who are chasing these stories down. It's the only way we're going to get transparency in this process. If you have a firsthand account of this happening to you, please share it with us. ISC.media, let us know your story. We'd love to help share it. Thank you.